Hi guys, and welcome to episode 7 of the Crystal Cast. I am Sushi Geisha. And I am Smashy. Today is Friday, March 17th, and this episode is going to talk about Near Automata, um, a game that we were very excited to get and play, and uh, we have a lot of information we want to share about it. So, But we'll do that later on. First, as usual, we'll talk about what we've been up to outside of that. So, Smashy, what have you been doing? Uh, still playing Fire Emblem Heroes. Why? Pretty much, pretty much just to log in to get uh, orbs. <laughs> and then the Princes and Princess uh, Summon Focus happened. It's already over. And didn't get any 5-star from the 60 orbs or so I had saved up. Yay! I feel your pain. <laughs> I just really wanted Leo and or Krom. I had 60 orbs and I got I didn't even get a 5 star. Yeah. I got trash. Yeah. There was a voting pool thing that they did in game which was kind of interesting the way they did it like you had different quests you could do that would get flags that you can uh, like you do a little battle for your vote and you can like choose how many flags you want to give in and that's how many like voting points you give so the numbers at the end were much more inflated over how many people actually voted because it was like 13 million to 3 million or something on the final one. Or billion, I think, actually, is what it was. Because it was like that's so many points people were putting into them. Yeah. And, yeah. Our daughter, and... well, my daughter, your wife, <laughs> won. Lucina won. She, um, Ifram beat Krom, and then she beat the ever loving mess out of Ifram. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, she beat bad. everybody that she came against. Yeah, I was Erica. Clearly, like, a Erica favorite. was like, <laughs> yeah, it's like Erica got like one third of the vote, and she got two thirds. So it's like, yeah, C- clearly a lot more people wanted to vote for her. And then they added the skill inheritance, which, for some reason, I thought they'd have some sort of like reasonable limit to it, where you could only take skills from one character, like one skill or something. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to decide, oh, do you want to fill in the empty slots on that character, or do you want to replace a potentially weaker skill in one of the slots that they already have a skill and put in something stronger there? But no, you can just learn as many skills as you want as long <laughs> as you keep like feeding and destroying heroes and just having that person just devour them all. So, you know, if you have a bunch of Takumis... Now it's probably better to feed them to other people that are have better stats or something. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds really well balanced. Yeah. They <laughs> it doesn't seem at all pay to win. No. Totally totally. Which is why I only log in to get the orbs. Um, yep. Log in to get point. the orbs and check the events to try be to like, collect. Oh. Well that this looks like it would thing. be annoying. So I probably won't <laughs> do that. This is Pokemon, right? You just gotta collect them all. Right. That's. <laughs> I heard the um, recent Ursula uh, mm-hmm. map was horrendous. Yeah, I I beat the lower difficulty one and not the harder one. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, it, I will say at least they seem to do it a little bit different than the other ones, which were like, okay, you have to move one character forward just into this point where they have like four characters that all rush in to attack you at once. I think this one. I forget if they had more enemies than usual, but it felt like it. It was like, it felt like a lot more grindier map where it's like you're fighting a lot stronger enemies because it was like minimum level 35, I think, or something like that, or 30, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's you're fighting enemies closer to your level 
and they're all reasonably strong, so it's more like, okay, you have to match up like this person kill this person, this person kill that, and just make sure no one dies still. And it was a lot more kind of it felt more it felt better than doing the other one. It's like, oh, one person moves in, they get nearly have the crap beat out of them. And then you need to try to like rescue them with everyone else and not have them die. Where this it felt more like a longer battle that you had to do. So it was at least a little bit better, but <laughs> Yeah. I got I her, and I'm probably never going to use her. Yay. <laughs> I saw a bunch of people on my Twitter feed complaining about the, um, at least the higher difficulty fight. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah I didn't even, I didn't <laughs> literally, I really don't know why I still have that other than, you know, I have some of my favorites on there that I log into and wave at and get my orbs and then shut down the app. And that's yep. about it. I enjoy collecting it, and maybe eventually they'll add more stuff I feel like doing, so I'll keep the account, I'll log in and get more stones on it, and it's still fun looking at the characters and stuff, and doing once, like, a battle every so often for some of the special maps and stuff, but yeah, not much beyond that. <laughs> so what else are you doing? Um, I logged into Final Fantasy fourteen to get the new outfit from the Little Ladies Day event. Didn't we talk and... about that last time? I don't believe so. Oh. It was between this and last time. Okay. Well, we both yeah. did that together, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Inashi is looking fabulous, as always. Very I really like so. the. <laughs> I really like the new outfit. I'll probably need to dye it later, some color, but for now, I like it. It's cool looking. Yeah. I got um, it for um, Nanako, of course, and I got it for Leo, and he doesn't. I don't think he likes it that much. He probably won't wear it. Um, but yeah, it was it was cute, fun like pop idol event with you know you gotta love free outfits. I mean you just mm-hmm. have to. So yeah, log in, do a quest to run around between the three towns and finish in like half an hour, an hour maybe. You know, yep. boom outfit. <laughs> Great. I love those kind of events and stuff in game. <laughs> um, and then I played a ton of near. I'm on to the third route, and I'm really enjoying the game. Mm-hmm. And I got uh, the posters that they had at PAX for playing the game, because my brother went there, and the posters look great. I like and them. You're gonna give me one, right? I mean, I have two of them, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You might need one for like a couple of different rooms, you know. But yeah, just... I'm happy to take that off your hands. <laughs> one of them. Mm-hmm. I have a nice spot that I just so happen to clear off for it just fits a poster perfectly. Yeah, you know how big the poster is, right? So you have you know what the dimensions are, right? So you have that space, right? Yep. Yep, <laughs> it'll fit right over there. Well that's mm-hmm. cool. Anything else yeah, so even That's pretty much it for what I've been playing. What have you been up to, Sam? Um so heroes. Um, like we talked about, I just log in to get my orbs, um, mm-hmm. played a bunch of near. I'm on the third route as well, not as far as you, but, um, getting there. And I actually started my first Zelda game this week. I started mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild. It's, um, it's a really cool game. I liked it. Um, played it on the Wii U. I didn't really have any problems with it. Um, nothing's really jumped out and bothered me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really fun. 
but I do have a learning curve because I'm really terrible with bows and just really, really bad with them. And I want a lot of money because all the cool looking gear costs a lot of money. And I don't know how to do that yet. I don't know how I'm supposed to get rich. So, mm-hmm. but um, it, it's, it's really fun and exciting. I'm looking forward. I think I picked it up a little bit again last night and uh, did some more exploring, just kind of running around and killing stuff and gathering. So it's pretty cool. Um, also checked out Tales, uh, Tales of Zestiria again since we finished. Berseria? Uh, yep. <laughs> a few weeks, last week, the week before. Two um, weeks ago, yeah. Since they're kind of tied in together in a way. So I wanted to see the intro and the story again. So I didn't get very far, but um, I had a good time doing that. And right now I'm downloading the Tokiden 2 demo. Um, Which I also did, I forgot about. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm really excited because we played the other one that came out recently, or a few years ago maybe. Yeah, Tokiden Kuwam. Yeah, and we both really liked it. It's like a Monster Hunter-type game for people that don't know what it is, but you've tracked down, like, um, demons and stuff, Mm -hmm. and the armor is really kind of traditional Japanese armor style. Um, And some are very silly-looking. Yeah. I remember I had one that was a Tengu armor that had all kind of feathers and stuff on it, so you look like a crow. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a really cool game. You can play it um, over the network with, like, friends so it's something that smash and i we were able to kind of tag team and play together um Mm -hmm. and but the thing i love about it so much is the customization and it seems like the second one has even more than the first one from what you told me yeah the the character creation just it's one of those ones where it just seems to keep going it's like okay let me look at hair options i could go to the next one the next one the next one and then i'm up to hair option 75 and now i'm going back and it's like oh my gosh (laughs) and of those 75 the thing too is a lot of them have like an a and b version like usually it's just like simple like oh the hair is parted to the left or the right or something like that but it's like that's that means the other 74 or whatever all of those are completely different styles like they're not just oh one and two are the same style but the hair is parted differently and then three and four and so it's each one of those has a different section like a and b yeah. So there's a lot of choices. It's like, okay, got the hair. Now there's all the colors. Now there's all the facial options. There's like 40 eyes, like 40 lips, whatever. And it's like, oh jeez. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait tonight after we record. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump in there. I don't know if I'm making a guy or a girl, so I'm gonna check it out. I'll probably end up making a girl character, but we'll see. Um, so I'm sure we'll report out on that um, at our next podcast. Um, yeah, currently uh, there is a demo out at the moment, and it is a carryover demo. Uh, so your save file in the game will carry over to the game when it releases on the 21st, I believe. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it that they do that. So that's I next Tuesday it comes adore out. Adore that feature. Yep, next Tuesday on the 21st. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, just a couple of, well, one random announcement. So if anyone is a Trails of Cold Steel fan... Um, which is a great, great um, RPG that um, everyone should get. It's on the Vita, I believe. Um, they released, Exceed just released 200 
avatars from the game on the PSN, and they're all like 50 cents each. Nice. So I swooped in and got a couple of my favorite ones. Um, so if you are a huge fan, you should definitely do that. They are really, really nice. They have kind of like close-up ones and then kind of like a further, far away. So there's pretty mm-hmm. much two of every character, and some have like little chibi um, um, drawings of them. So it's it's they're really well done. So definitely that check that out. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then... Um, so this past weekend, I finally got frustrated because um, my PS4 was running out of room constantly between myself and Sab playing games, and I've never really experienced running out of room on a console before. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the games that I have beaten, Sab hasn't gotten a chance to play, so I don't want to delete them, and some of them I want to go back. And maybe play again, if especially if they have a new game plus. I want to get my money's worth. So I took the plunge and I upgraded to um, a PS4 Pro last weekend. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Um, I have the one terabyte uh, of storage, which is amazing. It's so great. <laughs> I'm like downloading everything and not caring. Um, and I did notice... Um, near not that near had any problems when I played it, but it, at times it seemed kind of laggy. I don't have those anymore. I know you asked I'm me. Yeah, <laughs> I know you asked me to check on the Final Fantasy 15 loading times. They are still a pain, but not as much <laughs> of a pain. Um, it's mm-hmm. a lot faster, and even the near loading times, I hardly even notice. I forgot that there was loading times. Like, when you asked me about it, I was like, oh, (laughs) right, that's what that is. Um, It's fine. (laughs) It's okay. I'm jealous of that, because it's not that the loading time is, like, that bad, but it's one of those, like, it's an awkward amount of time where it's like, I don't want to sit there and hold the controller for, like, 20, 30 seconds straight just staring at the screen. So it's like, let me set down the controller. Let me look at my phone or something. Do something. Oh, okay, it's back up now. Pick up the controller again. Yeah. Like, these like Final Fantasy 15 took so long. It's like, okay, let me just sit this down, <laughs> crack my knuckles, stretch, you know, like walk around for a little bit. <laughs> Go refill my drink. That's what it felt like. I'll come yeah, back. You have, yeah. There's no. plenty of time with those. But. 15 has terrible. Um, but it did get a little bit better on the PS4 Pro. Um, things did seem smoother. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very pleased with it so far. Um, the most important thing, though, is that. The demo of PT transferred over, so Sab is not divorcing me. Um, (laughs) That was the first thing he tested. He was like, let me make sure PT loads. And I was like, oh, dear God, please, please just let it load up. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I'm I'm loving it. And I would encourage if, like, pretty much everything I'm playing for the rest of the year is going to be on the PS4. So um, the space is really going to come in handy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's I think that's about it for me. Is there anything else you thought of that you've been playing? Uh, no, that's it that I've been playing, I think. Okay, so now we jump in to the meat of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be a spoiler-free review on Nier. So th- that once you play this mm-hmm. game, you're going to realize doing spoiler-free can be really <laughs> difficult. Um, so, 
But we want to be respectful because the game's only been out a week and some mm. odd change of days. Yeah, like a week and a half. So, if there are gaps in what we tell you, we apologize. But mm. it's either because we have not fully finished the game yet, because we're on the last route, or it may be a spoiler and we don't want to ruin anything for anyone because everyone should go out right now and buy and play this game. Um, See, I... I don't know what you mean. I think it's easy to do with no spoilers because I still don't know what's happening in the game. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> this is true. So, but as usual, let's start out with um, the story. So, Smashy, you usually sum that up. Do you want to do the, the yeah. basic? Uh, the basic summary of the story is that Earth has been invaded by aliens that have sent a bunch of uh, machine life forms to the earth and they have like nearly wiped out humanity humanity's been forced off the planet and you play as android soldiers that were made to combat the machines and that's the rough summary of the game and everything mm-hmm. uh, there are three main routes in the game each one of them reveals more in the story and you switch through characters as you play through the different routes. Um, occasionally, as you go through the routes, like the difficulty will just kind of jump. Like, especially the third one is yes. where I've noticed it. The difficulty <laughs> from one to two is pretty even, and then two to three just it feels like it's just like okay, go off the deep end. You you've learned to play the game now. Here's the hard stuff. Yeah, I think I started the third mm-hmm. one yesterday. Yeah, and I was like. What the f is this? I give up. I can't do do this. <laughs> and you were like, "Calm down. It's okay." And I'm like, "What happened? I was doing fine." So yeah, yeah. just mm-hmm. as a warning, you know, boss battles will increase. You know, and even you know, random mobs may increase mm-hmm. with each route. But definitely, you need to play the three main routes. You. You Mm -hmm. really need to do that to get the full game. Like, don't count it as you beating the game until you beat the three main (laughs) routes. Like, just don't. Yeah, because uh, there are various different endings you get in this game, which once you end it, usually it's like you can save over that save file, you gain that ending, and then you can load it, and it keeps track of, oh, you've got an ending A, B, G, whatever, all the different letters. And a lot of the different endings that you can run into are different, like, silly, like, uh, endings you can find, like, throughout the game. Uh, Like, different things. Like, if you do a certain action, you go somewhere, you tell someone a certain thing that's wrong, like, you could get different endings there. Mm -hmm. And then you have to reload the save and everything. It's like, okay, now you gain that end. It's like, I shouldn't do that. And then you also get endings for completing a route. But obviously completing the first route isn't actually like the end of the game because then you need to do the second route and then the third route and everything which continue on the story and explain more yeah Mm -hmm. it's um it's a very interesting story it's um like like you said i will agree we're on the third route and we're still trying to figure out like some of the things like i think we've been up pretty late recently texting just our theories <laughs> on the story which i think is exciting <laughs> because i like mm-hmm. games where i don't know what's going to happen or when i can't really figure it out and this game is definitely one of those games for me 
Yeah. Not to clarify what I said when it's like, oh, I, I have no idea what's going on. It's I have ideas of what's going on, but the game likes to throw a wrench and it's like, oh, you're thinking <laughs> this? No, it, this is wrong. This is what's actually happening and stuff. And it's like, it's very unpredictable what's going to happen, which is exciting. So it's like, I have these idea of what I think is going to happen, but who knows if that's going to be true or not. Yeah. I mean, and that's, well, that's really it. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I will add that there are side quests in this game. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit more. Um, but I would encourage you to do them for the story um, alone because it kind of gives you more insight into the world at the time and the world around you. Mm-hmm. Um, you also get, you know, really good rewards um, from doing them. But each route seems to have some specific side quests. So mm-hmm. it's pertaining to that route and the character that you are playing. So um, I wish I had done more in the first route because I didn't. I didn't mm-hmm. do a lot of side quests. But the second route, I did more. And it was really amazing to see certain sides of characters um, get more kind of personal development on them. Um, it was just really interesting. So definitely, if you're enjoying the feel of Nier and of the story, the side quests will give you more insight into what is happening around you as well as your characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that and would recommend them because same as you in the first route, like I did a fair amount of the side quests, but I kind of wanted to do more of the story. So I'm like, ah, whatever, there's other routes. I go get chances to do the side quests, but... Like you said, some of them are unique to the route and everything. And in the second route through the game, I just rushed through it because I was like, oh, I just really want to get the story. And it's like, whatever. It's all the same side quests I did in the first round and everything, which they weren't. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize. But fortunately, once you finish the third route and get any of the, like, final endings of the game sort of thing, Mm -hmm. you unlock chapter select, so you can go back to any point in the game that you've already uh, done before, like you've unlocked. And from there, you can start playing from that point. So I'm probably going to go back to chapter one and or route one, route two and everything and go complete all those different side quests just to explore more about the characters and see more of the world and everything. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. if I get through this third route, I just got to get through <laughs> it. Um then definitely I will be... This is a game that I will continue to play for a a while. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really awesome. And so we were talking about the characters. So there's kind of... There's a lot of variety of characters, but there's two main ones and one that you kind of see Mm -hmm. a little bit about. Um, So there's 2B, which is Smashy's favorite. Mm -hmm. Um... (laughs) She's a combat android, mm-hmm. and she is melee combat. Um, I th- think you had some fist weapons for her. I stuck with yeah. the the swords, mm-hmm. but as stated, she is you know combat um, in your face melee kind of fighter. Is there yeah, anything else you can... want to say about your 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 lovely uh, to be that oh we can God, say on the podcast? <laughs> Um, she gets to use two weapons at a time. One is her light weapon, uh, like light attacking weapon, and one is her heavy attacking weapon. And you can get 
like there's not a wide variety of combos and everything but based on the weapon type you're using you can at least like change it up a little bit so like i thought it was really cool because like you said i was using fist weapons combat bracers and i found if i use like a large sword as the heavy weapon then like if i do like a combo with the fist attacks and then the heavy weapon i like throw the gauntlet in the air and swing at it with the sword and just like launch it like a baseball (laughs) (laughs) occasionally most of the time she misses (laughs) Oh my goodness. But it, I I enjoyed her as a... She is like a lot more button-mashing combat and like fast-moving combat and everything. Mm-hmm. So she's that type. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then there's a, there's your favorite, 9S. Yes. He's precious. <laughs> he is a uh, scanner-type android. And he can only use one weapon at a time. But instead of a heavy weapon, he uses a... Uh, he has a hacking command, which you can hack into enemies and play a little mini game and use that to, if it's a smaller type enemy, just instant kill them. Or if it's a larger type enemy, do a large chunk of damage. Or I believe if you do it from like a, a long distance away out of combat, you can take control of them or dominate them to make them fight for you, which is pretty cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. And he's, he's the best. It's just the best. He's the best. And then and there's then... there's A2, which she's an android that you quickly meet, but you don't know a lot about. So mm-hmm. we'll just leave it at that, I think, mm-hmm. for right now. Um, yep. So those are the main characters you kind of see, but you're mainly going to be around 2B and 9S um, mm-hmm. a lot. And they're really cool characters. Um, really have their own personalities, um, and are unique, I think, in their yeah. in their own way. And I I love them both. They are like just near and dear. Like they're really mm-hmm. great characters. So. Yeah, and doing all the side quests and stuff with them is really great too because. You get a lot more chances to like see their personalities and their character that you don't get to see a ton of just from doing all the main story. I mean, you mm-hmm. still see a lot of it through the main story, but you get a lot more chances just kind of like casual talking and stuff like that in the side quest, which is very nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like. I really enjoy their interactions with each other um, a lot. We'll just say that mm-hmm. um, it's it's very interesting their dynamic and um how they you know highlight each other mm-hmm. in the story um so enough of that because don't want to give any spoilers uh so jumping in to probably your favorite part is the gameplay um before we get started i do want to put a warning up here so mm-hmm. there is an easy mode in this game um But just to let you know, if you do go that route, um, to be careful, because it will play the game for you, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, So as we explain the gameplay, what I'm going to say is going to make sense. Um, If you do go the easy route, you'll need to look in the menu and check some of the chips that you have. Since you are an Android, you have memory space and you have chips. Um, and you may want to remove some chips like auto dodge or auto melee, melee, um, depending upon mm-hmm. your your style. 
Um, but I just want to throw that out there because this game can be difficult. You can change the mode, I believe, at any time. But if you do go to easy, it will literally play the game for you. And that's not very fun. So, um, now, yeah. I should probably actually explain the gameplay in the game. Yes. First moment. Yes. Um, it is basically a spectacle fighter where you play as a character, you have like high jumps, like you move very Did you fast. Make that term I've... up? No, spectacle fighter. I've never I, heard I didn't that. get it from watching TV at all. <laughs> <laughs> this but, I have to say that mm-hmm. this is like a very new kind of game for me. Yeah, so that, I trust you that that's a thing, but that sounds like a very fancy word. <laughs> Spectacle fighter. It's uh, sort of similar to games like Bayonetta, which is also made by the people who make Nier, Platinum Games, so that's cool. But uh, basically it's like you control a character, combat is usually very flashy, you have lots of movement and like fast dodges and flashy attacks and stuff like that. And... Uh, a lot of the other stuff they add in this though is pretty neat in that you have a little bit of a shoot 'em up element in that you have a little pod that flies around with you that you can just hold down the button and it'll just shoot and you can lock onto targets and either have it uh, target your locked on target or you can control it individually with the uh, right analog stick if you want to try to aim the pod and it adds a very interesting element because a lot of boss fights and stuff, you'll be like, oh, I'm taking a lot more damage. I need to just run away. But you can just keep your pod firing as you're running and dodging. So you can use that as a way to kind of like grind down enemies as you're running away from them, <laughs> which is very helpful. But it's a very fun game, in my opinion. It's like very flashy combat style and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the systems and stuff you have are, like you said, there's the memory and chips you have and uh, the different program chips add various features like they cover a very wide variety in that you have a whole bunch of them at the start they start with a that add features to your UI so you have the mini map and everything that's a chip at the start it takes up like two memory so it's like a very small amount of your memory that he uses but if you want to later on you can like take off the map because you don't want that you can take off your health bar take off enemy health bars like there's all kind of little features and parts of your UI that you can eliminate uh, by getting rid of the chips, either if you don't want them or if you want to add more memory space. You can add more combat ones, like other ones you can get increase your combat stats, like melee or ranged attacks do more damage. You take less uh, melee or ranged damage. You have more max HP, basic stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's a few other ones like. One of my personal favorites is auto heal that yes. after six seconds, your life just starts regenerating, which is very good because either out of combat, you heal back up to full. So you don't need to use items to heal all the time or in combat. You can just run around for a long time, like over six seconds, and then your life just starts regenerating. You can just dodge away for a little bit to heal back up. Yeah. Um, another one that you start the game with uh, during the part of the game that is in the demo is an auto use item chip i forget exactly what it's called but basically if your health drops below 30 percent it'll automatically use a healing item on you and heal for a little bit more than usual so it's even more efficient that way which is incredibly helpful because 
during combat using the menu and like remembering to like hit down on the d-pad hit circle to use the item you want to like make sure you're moved on the right item and everything can be very like tedious when you want to do it right after you get hit because yeah. it doesn't pause the game so <laughs> it's yeah. helpful to have that and it doesn't make you invulnerable like it might seem because like it does have a delay so if you get hit below 30 percent and then immediately get hit again you'll probably die before it uses the item on you or like even if you heal back up and then you get knocked down like knocked down again like hit really hard you're still can die like it's not super crazy with how fast it heals you right and if you die from above 30% because you're low level and get hit by some really big attack or something then you know it's still going to kill you <laughs> but it's a very helpful thing so you don't have to try to menu to use items during combat yeah I really like the whole memory and chips thing mm-hmm. um, I thought it was really it was just unique to me and different um, and I liked how like you can even fuse chips together mm-hmm. um so, because sometimes you can get duplicates, things like that. So I thought it was really, just a really interesting feature of the game, personally. Yeah, and I think it's very flavorful with the game that you're an android and you're plugging in all these chips that mm-hmm. boost your stats and everything. And like, and mm-hmm. it just lets you customize how you want your character to be. So yeah. however you want it to be, you know, you can make it. If you want to be a tank... You can be a tank, or if you want to really <laughs> challenge yourself and, you know, not have the auto heal chip and and not, you know, like it just allows you to customize it. And I really enjoy that. Yeah, I especially like that you have three different chip sets that you can like set at a time, mm-hmm. and then you pick one of them. But like you can use the same chips in multiple sets, but it makes it so like you can have different sets for different things, like. I had one that was kind of like a general purpose, gave some combat buffs, gave some movement buffs, gave like the auto heal. One that just only gave movement and auto heal that I would just switch on when I'm just like sprinting across the map or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then one just only like super heavy combat buffs, like boost my HP like 50 plus percent. Yeah. Add a bunch of defense and damage and healing. And just be like, okay, I'm just going to like use this when I get into like hard fights and everything. Yeah. It's worked out pretty well. And one thing about it that I do like, I haven't used, but I'm just glad it's in the game, is you can set it to uh, automatically like assign the chips for you. If you're like, okay, I want an attack focus, just tell it that, boom, it'll fill it off for you. Yeah. It might not be exactly what you want, but if you don't want to go through all of these chips, because later on you can end up with a whole bunch of them, oh my God, yeah. or if you're not really sure how you want to set them up or anything, the game does have a way to... like at least automatically set it up for you and then from there if you want you can go through like oh i don't want this and like take off a few of them and just customize it a little bit your way i ta- I, I tried that i tested that and i did like um i want to say like a balance maybe mm-hmm. or i forget it was either a balance or attack and mm-hmm. it felt really good um i should have looked at the chips but i was just experimenting to see if the ai would set me up to like fail <laughs> or if it was going to be good and it felt really good like I didn't feel weak or anything and I didn't feel like I was doing less damage or anything like that so if you do want to do the automatic it, I, I think for my limited experience it seemed pretty well mm-hmm. um, set up yeah that's nice yep 
Mm-hmm. And so there's like various weapons in the game, mm-hmm. as you kind of mentioned before. Um, so there's small swords, large swords, spears, and combat bracers, which are basically like just fist weapons. Yeah. <laughs> I tried, I wanted to use swords the whole time. They are my favorite, but then I got a spear mm-hmm. that was amazing and I upgraded it to the mm-hmm. highest that I could. And so I was using a spear at that point, but <laughs> It's really cool mm-hmm. because there's weapons all over the game. Um, yeah, I, I do like that. That's like there's a ton of weapons and everything. And they all have stories, and mm-hmm. so some of them, oh, like I think there's one in there from Final Fantasy 15. I don't think I found it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the engine blade. <laughs> oh no, I did. I did. I have it then, but I hadn't yeah. unlocked the full story for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and uh, you can upgrade your weapons. Which is really cool. I think level four is the max that you can upgrade Mm -hmm. um, a weapon to. And they're just really fun. And their animations are intense with the different combos that you can do. It's very smooth. And I really like how Mm -hmm. if I want to push a group of enemies back, I know that I pushed like a group of enemies back. Like it's pretty, (laughs) pretty obvious. So it's I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I really like them. I've actually kind of funny because I have basically not used spears. I've tried them out once or twice, but I didn't like the way that like they seem to be like very pokey. You know, like you're hitting forward, you're not hitting like a wide area. Yeah. Or with the swords and the bracers and everything, like you're just like smashing everything in front of you. So you're just like wiping out a whole group of enemies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted the high damage. (laughs) Yeah. One thing I do find kind of cool is, like, every weapon of the same type uses the same combo set. So, like, a combat brace of the fist weapons are always going to, like, the one attack's going to be the same, second attack's going to be the same, third attack's going to be the same. But depending on the weapon, you have different maxes to those combos. So, like, if you've fully upgraded a pair of bracers, it might have, like, eight combos in the light weapon slot. So... If you're using it as a light weapon, like you can just mash that uh, light attack button eight times in a row and do just a like big combo of a bunch of hits. Where if you're using an unupgraded version of a fist weapon, you might only have like three different combo slots. And at least so far as I've seen, there's not like a massive amount of difference between all the weapons. Most of them have fairly similar stats, like fairly similar damage. Mm-hmm. But occasionally you might run into some that's like, oh, this one has a few more combos or maybe this one has a few more combos in the heavy attack slot where most fist weapons don't or maybe this sword has like higher uh, max damage but a lower minimum damage so it's kind of more random in its damage amount or something mm-hmm. so that's kind of cool and like you said they all do have a story which i really like because it seems like most of them have like a paired story that's in at least like the same universe because they have like different background portraits behind the uh stories for them and some of those line up and usually there seems to at least be some similarity like once you unlock the full story you'll find like some similarity to them that at least they're in like the same like they're based around the same source something like that yeah mm-hmm. um you have a partner character that fight with you fights with you at some points throughout the game and i do like that you can uh, set up the gameplay for them so if you want them to be aggressive or like yes. long range or defensive or something. 
it's very you can set whatever focus you want yeah it's very very helpful the only kind of annoying thing is like if you get too close to them and you and you hold uh, and you hold down the circle (laughs) button they'll be like yes and they'll want you to change it and you're like no it's like no, I wasn't I was trying, trying you're to fine. Bash that box. <laughs> you're fine as is. Keep doing what you're doing. But yeah, I really appreciated that in some of the routes that I was able to um, set that up. <laughs> it was That's very curious. helpful. Have, have you ever had your partner die or anything? Cause no. Have you? Yeah, neither have I. Like I've seen they do seem to take damage and they seem to like use the same chipset as you because I noticed like when I equipped a chip where it's like oh whenever you do damage heal i see whenever my partner's doing damage they have little healing numbers over their head mm-hmm. but i've never actually seen like a health bar for them or anything and yeah. i've never seen them die even when they're aggressive and everything so <laughs> yeah I'm not exactly sure if you actually need to be careful for them or if it's just best to always just be like aggressive go kill stuff <laughs> i didn't t- I, mm-hmm. I didn't watch them after i realized that like, it just seemed like, like you said, they weren't taking any damage. I was like, have at it. Like, go yep. for it. Like, that's fine. I'll stand back you here. You do your thing. I watch myself and keep myself yeah, alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll be fine over here. You mm-hmm. run in there. Oh, look, my auto heal kicked in. Yay, me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not taking any damage. I'm totally fine. Um, but, yeah, going back to something else you mentioned. Um, so, mm-hmm. the movement in this game is, like... If you like to play games really fast and move at a fast <laughs> speed, <laughs> this definitely is the game for you. It's and it's so smooth with how they do it. So um, you have two two jumps. You have one regular kind of jump, and then you have this mm-hmm. really nice glide that you can do from anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can glide all the way down to the bottom. Like it's just great. And then you R two button is your dash. But then it also increases your running speed until you stop. So it's just really awesome. It feels so good. Um, I love it. I was showing it to Sab because he played a little bit of it last night. He's still at the beginning. He was like, oh, my God, it's so much fun to run in this game. I was like, I know, isn't it? It's great. So, And I know how you play games that you probably really enjoy <laughs> All the button oh. <laughs> mashing that you can do that makes you go fast. Exactly. My complaint is when I do the uh, like dash evade thing with R2 and like hold it down and start running to try to get to start sprinting and everything. Just there's so many times it's like you hit a bump or something on the ground or you run into a bush or yeah. you like get somewhere and have to like jump and then it's like oh didn't actually start sprinting. I want to get that little extra bit of movement <laughs> speed from like the full on sprint. <laughs> yeah. And like you were saying, there are a lot of different jumps you can do, which I like. There's, you have your basic jump, you have a double jump from jumping in midair. You can hold down X to glide with your pod, like you are saying. And then there's, while you're gliding, you can hit either of the attack buttons, and you do like a little aerial kick thing, and it actually pushes you slightly higher in the air. So that's like, sometimes I've used it to like, barely make a jump onto a platform. You can dash while you're in midair even, so like you get a bunch of horizontal movement. And the one thing I've seen that I think I finally realized what it does is, like, if you hit the, like, pod fire button and your jump button at, like, the same time, you do this, like, weird thing where you, like, grab onto and they, like, fling you forward. I realized when I did it when enemies were nearby, it launches you at enemies and you kick them. 
Oh, yeah. So it's actually sort of like an attack, like, charge thing. But mostly I always just use it, like, in midair. You can use it and just, like, do a little, like, horizontal, like, <laughs> charging leap forward thing. Because <laughs> I tried using combat in time, and it just... It's very unreliable, because, like, oh, start doing it. You jump, you hit them, and then it just doesn't do much damage. They were knocked away, and they just, like, smack you down. <laughs> So, whoops. Now, isn't there a button to pet your pod? Is that R3? Uh, no, no, no. It's if you rub on the touchpad oh, on the uh, PS4 controller. Yeah, you can see the pods have, like, on the back of their head, they have, like, a little black rectangle that lo- sort of looks like the touchpad on the PS4 uh, controller. <laughs> and if you rub on that, you get a little, like, thing where your pod will fly down and be like, yes, thank you. This is adequate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything is okay. <laughs> it's very cute. So mm-hmm. another thing that the game has in it is fishing. Yay, more fishing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is adorable because you get a little like digital chair that comes out from underneath you. And mm-hmm. you just sit there and you fish. It's not difficult fishing. This is not Final Fantasy fifteen fishing. Um, <laughs> but it's still fun. And it's... Mm-hmm a great great way to make money and we'll talk more about that in our tips when you get Mm -hmm. started um so yeah i i enjoy it i don't find myself doing it that much because i'm so excited about the Mm -hmm. story that i don't really find myself fishing that often but yeah i usually try to fish at least like once or twice and like every as i go through just because occasionally you can find like extra pods or like different hidden items like that mm-hmm. from fishing and i'm assuming they're rare spawns but it's like without looking up where specifically they all are i'm like i'll give a try or two in each location if i happen to find them yay but so far nothing yeah <laughs> it's like i just i don't want to just like fish a ton in every location because it, it is pretty fun but it's fairly simple fishing that's like you sit there you like point and like launch your pod and it'll fly to the location of the water and then whenever they bob underwater they'll fly back with the fish for you yeah <laughs> hit it's the button, everything literally it's, it's really not cute. final fantasy 15 fishing <laughs> yeah. but and i mean and it's it can... very cute and fun yeah i mean it's i think it's I, I think it serves its purpose i think it's fine as is i wouldn't want anything more difficult honestly <laughs> um with everything else going on in the game um but, like, so we mentioned before, there are side quests. Mm-hmm. And you and I kind of talked about this when we started the game. Because we have never... I think there was a Nier game on the PS3. Uh, mm-hmm. We This is our first Nier game, period. So we were trying to figure out, do levels matter? Um, do we need to do the side quests? And, you know, all this other stuff. Well, we found out. <laughs> and we'll go back over this in our tips. Because it's very important. Do the side quests. You need the levels. <laughs> You need them mm-hmm. badly. So yeah. don't overlook but, these. Even if you don't care about the story <laughs> and you just want to get through to the next route, don't rush it. Please go yeah. do the side stories. <laughs> don't do what I did. <laughs> but Learn from his mistake. <laughs> I will say what I found is like, at first I was having a hard time telling is every like all the enemies in the map and everything, are they leveling up as I progress the story? Yeah. Or are they leveling up to scale with my level? Because, like, it just constantly seems so close. Like, every so often it seems it's like, one or, like, two or three levels above me or below me or something. But it's, like, everything's so close. It just seemed almost like it was scaling. Yeah. Just because it, it seems like, at least from going through playing the game, like, if you run around, explore a bit, and 
do like a few side quests, you're leveling up just so steadily with the way the game is progressing the level. So it's like, oh, it just seemed to flow so uh, so smoothly. Like I wasn't overpowered, feel like over leveled at least. Yeah, I wasn't like under leveled or anything. So it was really fun. That's cool. Yeah. So level is is important in the game. So <laughs> do that. Um, the other thing that I like, and I know that you really like because you were lucky enough. There are <laughs> outfits in this game. So sometimes you can get them from like side quests, but they're basically like accessories that you can equip characters with. Um, you want to talk about the one that you were able to get and that you love dearly for your 2B? Mm-hmm. There's a uh, thing you can buy from this traveling merchant called the Outfit Module, which is available from a special store and everything. It's not super expensive, which is nice. I had just spent all my money, so I actually just was going through selling as much stuff as I could to afford it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want the merchant to disappear and everything. But... Uh, it modifies the character's outfit slightly with varying effect depending on the character. <laughs> so what did it do for 2B? Uh, you know, it made her look great. <laughs> it removed the bottom skirt part of her dress. Um, I think for 9S, it looks like it removes his shorts. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yep. But- so <laughs> there are other things like bows and, and bows i think and glasses things. and things I like that glasses. yeah there's little outfit and accessory things you can get that modify your character slightly nothing as crazy as in tales of berseria no or the tales game <laughs> no thank god oh my god that would be terrible i'd probably ruin the tone of this game <laughs> <laughs> oh my god to be in a bathing suit with an inflatable around her waist yeah. Inflatable giant like shark on her back or something, oh you know. My God. Angry sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Mustache. <laughs> oh, Tails has ruined like everything now. Um, can we unlock that in like the post game though? <laughs> no, no, no. I do want a made outfit DLC though. I do want that. That would be For really... 9S and 2B. For mm-hmm. well and 9S. He would be Yes, adorable. I said 9S and 2B. <laughs> Um, so one last thing kind of about gameplay is there are like pretty cool network activities that you can activate and I would encourage you to consider that. Um, so what that means is as you're out in the world, you can find dead bodies of other players. Um, they look pretty gross to be honest. Um, it can but, give you a warning of where a boss fight's going to be. <laughs> right, or if you weren't you supposed to just jump corpses. off the building there, like mm-hmm. 20 people did, <laughs> and you find out that you somehow lived at the bottom. Um, so first it'll ask you if you want to pray and continue, which if you do that, I think it heals them, and mm-hmm. then you get more options, or you can just not do anything. If you pray and continue, it heals the other player, and then it unlocks um, some options for you. The two most important ones are revive, which means that you revive that player. Um, you get um, health, money, and temporary bonus stats from the dead player's body when you mm-hmm. revive them. Yeah, you get the effect of, I think, like three of their chips or something. Yeah, 
for a temporary period. Yeah, temporarily. <laughs> and then you also have the option of repair, which allows the dead player to come alive and fight alongside of you. Um, this, As an NPC. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> not actually a real person there. Um, either of these options can be very helpful during a boss battle. Um, mm -hmm. I stumbled into one at a very low level, and luckily, some brave souls had died before me, and I raised them from the dead to heal me and to get in there and fight the boss. And mm -hmm. so, it's a really cool feature. There are some achievements associated with that if you are revived or repaired, I think. So, it's really cool to turn that on. I loved it. Um, I love getting free money. And healing up for free randomly because someone died on my way to mm -hmm. a fight. So, I mean, did you use it a lot? I used it a lot. Um, I turned it on the first time and used it a bit then. And then I think for like the next few days, I didn't realize it turned itself off for some reason. My PS4 was having like weird connection issues, I think. You just stopped seeing bodies. Yeah, I didn't even really think about it until I'm like, you mentioned it and I looked and I'm like, oh, network options are off for some reason. I, I think it's something to do with my PS4, not the game, because it keeps telling me when I log in, it's like, no connection to network, connect to the internet, and then I tell it to do, like, an internet check, and it's like, yeah, everything's perfectly fine, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, th I thought it was really cool. So, a lot of times, some network mm -hmm. features aren't really helpful, honestly, yeah. but this one, it saved me a few times, like, mm -hmm. a nice quick heal, a helpful member to go in there and fight and then fall over and die. A nice it, bit of stat boost, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was very helpful. So I would encourage you, if, if you want to turn that on, I would definitely do it. I think one time it wasn't helpful when I went into a boss and saw so many corpses, I couldn't walk properly because they are physical bodies in the ground. Yeah, they are. So. Remember that time I couldn't get off the ladder because there was a body at the top of the ladder and I was like oh god oh god I'm stuck <laughs> what do I do so yeah that that can be a bit aggravating mm -hmm. um is there anything else gameplay wise that you got excited about and want to talk about um we mentioned a little bit I really enjoyed upgrading the weapons and everything unlocking the story I just really enjoy like the running around and the movement everything we've talked about just the game is beautiful and like you're in a it's reasonably large. I wouldn't call it massive world, but yeah. you're in like a region, reasonably large area and there's like a lot of buildings and stuff and places you can jump up onto and move around. Like there's a fair amount to explore and it's just the whole game like looks beautiful and there's just so much stuff to just run around and do. I've been really enjoying it. Yeah. That's really awesome. So one one other thing too that's really great about this game is the soundtrack. Um, as you know, and many others may know, I'm really big on video game soundtracks. That's a lot of what I listen to. And this soundtrack is absolutely beautiful. Um, every zone has at least three different music sounds for each of the zones, at least three. Some may have more. Um, they have a quiet, medium, and dynamic sound. Some songs have vocal versions, some songs do not. It is just jaw-droppingly, like, beautiful. Um, I literally will put my controller down in a safe area <laughs> and 
just enjoy the music. It's all I've been listening to lately. Um, I love it. The soundtrack came with the collector's edition of the game, I believe, which is unfortunately sold out. Mm -hmm. And they're releasing another soundtrack in Japan, I think this month, that had more songs because the soundtrack that came with the collector's edition of the game didn't even have all of the songs on it. There are so many. strange. Yeah, (laughs) so many. So, but it's just one more thing that adds to the beauty of this game. I don't think you touched on it a little bit, and I really mm-hmm. want to emphasize how beautiful and smooth the game is. It is just gorgeous. The environment, mm-hmm. no matter where you are, um, the the gameplay, the running around, it's just it has a slick, smooth feel. Um, I I had no issues with it. Um, no frame rate drops, nothing like that. And it was just, it's just a really beautiful game visually, as well as with mm-hmm. the combat and the sound. But. Yeah, I, I think I had like, I've had frame rate drops like twice through the game, but they were like very short and it was like very, like very, uh, during very intense scenes and stuff like that that are happening where there were a ton of stuff on screen where like twice I had it just like, seemed to like slow down for a second and then it was back to normal so definitely not like it runs poorly or anything yeah um i know that it came out on pc today and i noticed that some people have had option or issues and i know that in certain regions i think in australia some people have had issues with the ps4 version as well but i'm not sure about that yeah so the next section that we lovingly refer to as the salt is mm-hmm. is up. I don't really have a lot. These these are just kind of minor complaints and probably because mm-hmm. the game was kicking my butt and I was mad at it. <laughs> um, but the map, um, I've gotten better with the map. It is a very unique map. Mm-hmm. Um, it does take a little bit of time at least for me. And I'm terrible with maps anyway. Like, in Final Fantasy fourteen, it took me 10 years to figure out how to get out of the pirate city. <laughs> I don't know why I just couldn't jump off into the water and swim to some land. But So it could just be me. But I think if the map mm-hmm. could have been a little bit more readable. But I get that you're an android and, you know, the map is probably it's... laid out that way for you visually. But I struggled with that. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it is a 3D map that you can rotate to either like look at it from straight above or like whatever angle you want. And everything you see is basically building cubes pretty much. It's mm-hmm. uh, voxel based, I guess. So it'd be. And it can be easy to read sometimes. And it can also just be what am I looking at? Like trying to figure it out because in some areas it's just very hard to tell what's happening and especially if you're indoors anywhere it doesn't really help you because i think basically in game it's that you're getting like a satellite viewing of the terrain so you can see the terrain that way but yeah it can be kind of rough sometimes like trying to figure out exactly where you're going or what height something is (laughs) yeah that was a big thing um Mm -hmm. so but like i said i think that is just mainly me just getting used to it um Mm -hmm. 
at times it's a very short game so most people complete all three routes in about 30 hours i know mm-hmm. i'm at 25 and i just started the third route um but it's a short game but at times it felt really long to me and i don't know if that's because like in tales the story was so good i wanted to see what happened next but i knew i needed to do the side quests you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and like I said, that's not even really a complaint. I think it was just, once again, I really wanted to know what was going to happen. And I didn't want to have to <laughs> wait. And I needed to wait. So Yeah. And it's definitely one of those things, if you're trying to like get through areas and you're just having trouble trying to figure out where to go next or where the map is telling you to go or something like that, or just how to maneuver from where I am to the point that I can see right in front of me, but how do I actually get there or something like that. Yeah. And it can definitely just get kind of like, once you're doing all that and everything, it's like, oh, I just want to progress the story and just keep bumping into those things. I can see that. And the the last thing I would complain, and this is just me being spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that after the first route, you just unlocked transporting immediately in the other mm-hmm. routes. Um, I, yeah. I, I just... The running around, mm-hmm. it is, it's not a large area, and like I said, I'm just totally spoiled with fast travel and other games, and I just was like, okay, well, I instantly want it back. I just had it, and now it's gone. <laughs> I want it back, and so it's not a big deal. Like, these are just me being really mm-hmm. persnickety, you know? Yeah, like, I think it's one of those things where it makes sense story-wise why you don't have it yeah. and everything. And I do think they, perhaps to a point that it causes some problems like this or like minor annoyances like this, they stick to a lot of the stuff in game and a lot of the features do have an in-world explanation and everything. Like all the things that happen in the game and everything make sense to be happening in the world they're building. Mm-hmm. So even like the fast travel and stuff, the way you fast travel in game makes sense for like they have an explanation for it and everything. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense why, like, you don't just instantly have it again at the start of the second round and everything. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just being spoiled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what? I mean, did did you have any salt? I mean, my my only real salt is locked chests. Uh, in the first route, you don't have the ability to access them at all during the first route. Mm-hmm. And in the later routes, you do through different means. And I absolutely hate when games do that because it's like, okay, oh, I see there's a chest icon on my map because I have an item scan chip in or something like that. Run up to it and, oh, it's a locked chest. And now I need to try to remember that next time I play through the like second route or whatever, that when I go to this area, I have to like run through this weird way to get to this locked chest. It's just, I hate like exploring and seeing that there's something and going and like figuring out how to get there. And then I can't get anything from it because it's a locked chest. <laughs> yeah. That and was know, a little like, frustrating. Mm-hmm. And especially because then I know in the second round when I'm playing through, like, I have a general idea of where most of the stuff is, so I'm not exploring as much because it's like, oh, I've been through this area, so I'm not going to, like, look around for everything. And then I forget some of the locked chests because it's been a while since I was in this area last time. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I know there's probably a few locked chests that, I've found before, but I haven't found, like, 
as I was playing a character that could unlock them and everything. So it's just annoying being like, I found this, but I can't get it because I was like I wasn't on the right character when I found it. <laughs> yeah, it's um, that part is a little annoying. It it was cool though, like whenever I could unlock them because then it's like oh like I know there's one here, I know there was one there, and remembering some of them and usually you got like weapons or something from them so it's like you're getting a pretty cool reward from it so i like that but it's just like i know there's a few that i've missed that i want to get that i have found before but i don't know where they are now <laughs> yeah is there anything mm-hmm. else that no you? that's i mean that was most of my salt the teleporting thing was kind of annoying but overall i've just been really enjoying the game <laughs> yeah well, one thing that I wanted to mention that I forgot that I enjoyed, not I'm not salty about it, I really enjoyed it, is the voice acting in this game. Yeah, I really liked it. It is very, very well done. And so 2B is Kara Buckland, and 9S is Kyle McCarley. And they are great. They are great with their fans on Twitter. And this is something that I've talked about <laughs> with, like, Final Fantasy 15 as well. And I'm not just saying this because 9S talked to me. He totally (laughs) talked to me on Twitter, guys. Like, Noctis talked to me on Twitter. 9S talked to me on Twitter. I'm just... I've made it. So popular. Yeah, I I am. (laughs) Clearly. So, but another thing that they're doing, and they're doing it right now while we're recording this, is they, both Kira and Kyle, are live streaming them playing... Oh, I've got to go, by the way. No, stop (laughs) You can't go yet. You can't go yet. They're mm-hmm. live streaming both of them playing near, and I caught um, the first one that Kyle did mm-hmm. by himself, and it was great. Kira was in the channel, interacting with people, interacting with the fans, and Kyle was doing funny voices for some of the characters, and <laughs> it was just so awesome. And once again, I. The same with the guys in Final Fantasy XV. Um, I just think it's so great when people can embrace the community and help build it. And so um, they're just really awesome. And they do an amazing job, literally. Um, the voice acting is phenomenal. And so I just wanted to toss that in there before I forget. So it's mm-hmm. really good. I agree. Like, I've I've seen it with, like, a few other, like, some people I follow on YouTube or people who have done voice acting work before i really enjoy like seeing voice actors play in a game that they've played before because it's like they do the voices they do and then they have like all kind of other funny voices for different characters yeah (laughs) it's just great hearing like their interpretations and stuff yeah just i really like that and like you said i really like that they're reaching out and like uh interacting with the community and everything it's just really cool to see that yeah and square if you ever listen to this which i know you want won't <laughs> i want a 9s necklace i have i have my my lucius ring but i want my 9s necklace so there you mm-hmm. go make it happen um <laughs> and last sec well second to last section is our advice section um so things that we wish we knew um or we got lucky enough and we did. Um, first thing up, and you helped me with this, so thank you. Um, fish to get mm-hmm. money. Lots and lots of money. Because then 
you can upgrade your memory capacity and put all the chips in the world that you want and buff your character to the best that you can, at least with the chips that you have. So that's definitely some of the best advice you've ever given me, sir. So I appreciate <laughs> that. Cause I was like, fish, why do I need to fish? You're like, just fish. And so I fished up like some of the most expensive fish and I was like, Oh, I'll just buy all the memory. I'm rich. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's like money isn't too bad in the, like yeah. early game right when you start it's not like you don't have enough for anything but it's definitely it's like you constantly have stuff it's like oh i have these different memory upgrades to buy this store has a few weapons i want to buy a few healing items and it's like you can't afford all that right away obviously but it definitely helps to like fish and buy some of like at least a few of like the cheaper memory upgrades because then you can just shove in all the chips you get and just get all those benefits right away yeah and it's a great way to just unlock the memory early on and have just all that capacity to put in as many chips as you want right away. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. The other thing that you get this as like kind of more of a subtle kind of quest mm-hmm. um, in an email yeah. to go back and get on the first route, you get a quest to go back and get your equipment. And that's all I'm going to say. Because mm-hmm. um, you don't want it, want it to be spoiler free. Um, yeah. But seriously, do that. Mm-hmm. Like, do that. Because I think I went a while without doing that. And you were like, hey, did you go back and get your weapon? Do that. And I'm like, say what? And you're like, read mm-hmm. your emails. And so I read that. I was like, oh. So yeah. in the first route, be sure to follow instructions and go back. As soon as you get that email, go back and get your equipment. Mm-hmm. Especially good because... It, re- it gives you a few like very helpful things like usually you'll get a chunk of healing items you had mm-hmm. and you'll also get a uh, one of the auto heal item chips so that it automatically uses an item when your HP gets low Yeah, because you have one when you first start the game and then it, like after the demo you don't have it and it's like oh crap I need to go through the menu to heal and that is not helpful at all yeah <laughs> So definitely mm-hmm. as soon as you get that email, go back and do that as soon as you can. Um, upgrade your weapons. Really do mm-hmm. it. Check it every time that you're near that weapon smith guy. Um, mm-hmm. It's really easy to do. It's really affordable. Like money is just not a problem. Sometimes mm-hmm. for the higher levels, you may have to wait a little bit to get all of the materials. But mm-hmm. I didn't have any trouble getting them personally yeah at least getting like a few levels and everything yeah and getting a lot of weapons up to three which is high as you can get them until you unlock the last level later yeah but it's definitely not too bad and don't forget to switch out your weapons to using the ones that are higher are like higher upgraded yeah because a weapon that is upgraded gains a pretty significant boost in damage especially from like the early levels up yeah. to like the second and third ones or the yeah probably the biggest jumps it is (laughs) (laughs) um so definitely do that um and then like we kind of mentioned before do the side quests you will (laughs) need the levels on your character um if you do not you may suffer and you may have to go back and grind so and you may end up 10 levels below a bunch of extra hard enemies and you know (laughs) So thanks for that advice too. Cause 
you were like mm-hmm. so levels matter i'm like well i'm turning back around going to that side quest <laughs> right now mm-hmm. so i think that was my main advice do you have anything else um that's mostly my advice uh yeah maybe run around the city a bit and just explore a little bit at the start of the game as i did just to get a better like kind of like understand the map of the area in your head a bit more and there's definitely a lot of like hidden areas you can get into just to find a lot of items early on like there's like big roots that you can climb up you can jump inside of some buildings so there's like all kind of like different places you can go to that nothing you need there but you know you might find some items might find some enemies for a few extra levels mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so um any final opinions um i have a few of them <laughs> like i think coming into this game i didn't really have an idea of like what to expect from the game or what was going to happen in the game like even just stuff in the demo it was like very new and exciting and I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, I hadn't really played a game exactly, like, like similar to this really that much. Or haven't played a game uh, in this series with our story and everything. And after I've played, after we just finished playing Tales and everything, Tales has, like, a lot of different tropes. And there's, like, a lot of lore and story and everything. It It's all very good in Tales and stuff. But it becomes kind of predictable. Uh, predictable because you have so much lore and there's so many tropes and everything it's you can guess that this character is gonna do that or something like that because it's like Mm -hmm. there's not a ton of uh like surprises and stuff i'd say there's not like too many it's a lot of kind of you think this is gonna happen then boom this is what happens like it's predictable to a point and they use like a lot of foreshadowing foreshadowing but in this game like because I haven't really played any of the games in the series or anything. And just, it's a different type of game. I think a very different type of story. It's, there is some foreshadowing and everything, but it's not like in your face, like, Hey, this is going to happen. Realize this, this is going to happen. And they don't just like keep shoving in your face. It's like, wait a minute. I think I noticed this, maybe this will happen. And so as you're going through the story, it's, kept running into stuff that's new and unexpected and yeah like every few hours it feels like i'd be like texting you like oh my god what just happened yeah (laughs) and so like i i like it it's a very refreshing experience like it's very unpredictable and very exciting to see everything that happened so i've enjoyed it the whole amount i've played and I pretty much plan once I beat the game to go back and play through most of it again. Because <laughs> I've been liking it so much. Yeah. I... Um, it's a top contender for game of the year for me. Mm-hmm. And someone... I tweeted that last night, I think, and someone was like, but Persona 5 hasn't come out yet. And um, I consider this game a more um, regular title game than persona 5 um i think more people of varying demographics will play near mm-hmm. before they play persona 5 you know what i mean yeah um I think so. so i feel like as far as 
that's why it's like game of the year for me. I feel like everybody will pick this game up and get something out of it, no matter what you're into. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so well done and so different. I have never played anything like this um, ever. Um, it has been challenging for me in a lot of ways. Um, it's a very hard game for me. Um, some people probably pick it up and it's probably very easy for them. I have never played anything remotely like this game, um, but it's been really rewarding at the same time. And so I still think it's a beautiful story. The characters are beautiful. The soundtrack, the gameplay, the visuals, the voice acting, it's a full package. Like there is not one area this is lacking and I don't think you have to have um, an affinity for a a series or a genre to even enjoy this game. I think it crosses all, um, it touches everyone in some way or another. And um, I think it's definitely, at least for me, it's probably gonna be game of the year. Like it's gonna be really hard to top so many awesome things in um, mm-hmm. one game for me, so. Yeah, I I agree with that. I really feel that too. Like, just, I'm loving this game so far. <laughs> yeah, I think this was this is both like we took a chance on this. We played the demo. Uh, we really loved it, and it's been quite quite a journey, quite an experience. <laughs> um, but it's. I would just, I really, I think every night on Twitter lately, I've been reminding people to go <laughs> buy it. And I'm I'm serious. If you are even remotely curious about this game, even if you suck at video games, you can play that easy mode. And it'll play the game for you. Um, <laughs> at least try out the demo. Right. <laughs> it's, I mean, it is so worth the money that I spent. And much like you've said, I will definitely be going back and revisiting the characters, the world, the story, um, for a very long time. It's definitely going to be one of those games that does not grow cold at all. It'll it'll mm-hmm. be next to the PS4 for a while. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, so I guess once we finish it, we'll have our final, final opinions. But um, mm-hmm. right now, that's... That's how we're feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of last minute, um, things to know for people. Um, so in Final Fantasy 15, there's a new time quest where you have to kill a behemoth. I believe it is level 140? 120? Yeah. It's, I don't, it's not the behemoth king, but it's like something behemoth. It is a big scary behemoth. <laughs> Yes. So mm-hmm. go have fun, guys. I'm only level 70 something. <laughs> I will not be seeing that behemoth. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're only level 80. Whatever. <laughs> so low uh, level. Um, so yeah, that's out. And then episode Gladio is coming out at the towards the end of this month, next week? Mm-hmm. Two weeks? Uh-huh. I actually don't remember the exact date, but yeah, it's coming out this month. So, and... Um, a person close to you got to go yes. to PAX and gave us they had a... some mm-hmm. insight into <laughs> how it plays, and I'm extremely jealous of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he, my brother got a chance to play as Gladio uh, at their demo at PAX, 
and now saying he hasn't played a ton of Final Fantasy 15 yet because he's a filthy casual. But oh, uh, on the record, <laughs> oh, brutal. But uh, he said that it did seem different from playing as Noctis. Like I uh, believe he said you don't have the ability to just like hold down the button to dodge attacks that are incoming. Instead, you have a block, which if you get perfect blocks by timing right before the attack hits you fill up a rage meter sort of thing that increases the damage you deal. And so, like, as you fill up that rage meter from getting perfect blocks, then you deal more damage, and you have a lot more, like, bigger, heavier attacks with his two-handed weapon. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not, because I love great swords, but they are so freaking slow. Oh, my God, yeah. And it's going to be painful. (laughs) Like, I'm going to have to have that block button on, like just hold it down (laughs) because i'm only gonna want to swing that thing one time honestly (laughs) like i'm not looking forward to that part of it now from having seen gladio fight it seems like he is a little bit more like flinch resistant so i think like you can hit him sometimes during his attacks and he won't like just stop his attack he'll just keep going so hopefully that's something we have when we play as Gladio. Because I think I've seen that during some of the camp training things where you have to fight against him. Mm. And not to mention he has a shield too, so he has some other attacks because he uses a great sword and a shield. But I'm interested in it. I'll, I'll definitely play when it comes out and just to see more of the story. Yeah, definitely. I'm, so I'm glad that, that they're, mm-hmm. um, they're adding things. So And Prompto... My cutie prompto, he comes out in June. Yeah. In time for your birthday. So, (laughs) so I think that um, that's all I got. Yeah. Um, So, I guess, who knows what the next episode will be about, but hopefully we'll be further along in near, if not completed, (laughs) depending upon... Mm -hmm. Um, the grace of the game and how it looks upon us. Um, But as always, guys, thanks for listening. Oh, I guess I should tell people where to find us. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That would be important. So if you're looking for me and my random self, you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr as Sushi Geisha. And Smashy, how can they find you? Um, They can find me on Twitter at Yogmoth2. You're tweeting a little bit more. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I tweeted a picture. <laughs> <laughs> At your request. So, thanks. So, see, it works. Mm-hmm. It works. Of near, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't look at that. Don't look at that picture. <laughs> um, unless you want to see what the outfit is that he mentioned mm-hmm. that he got. Um, and if you... Um, like the crystal cast and like what we're talking please follow us on soundcloud subscribe on itunes you can leave us feedback and comments on both or if you just want to tweet at us that would be great um Mm -hmm. i think that that is actually it now and i didn't forget anything i think we're good okay well (laughs) thanks for listening guys and we'll talk to you next time goodbye